You are listening to A Guest Room, How to Host Well and Thrive in the Sharing Economy. This is Episode 6. Hi everyone, this is Melissa, your host. The past few weeks have certainly been full of turmoil. We've been dealing with tragedy, brutality, and protest on top of the continuing threat of coronavirus. One thing that I have realized, how important it is to have a good basic routine to help ground you, to help you navigate really turbulent waters. If the events of the past few months have gotten you out of sync with a solid routine, it's time to catch your breath, readjust, and repair that foundation. Consistency, courtesy, and regular communication all impact the business side of hosting and your ability to host well. We always take questions as part of the podcast, and you can submit questions to host at a guestroom.com. That's H O S T at a guestroom.com. Let's get started. A good routine is your stable base. It can help you build wisely over the long term. It can help you expand your skills and your business. And it can help you innovate, experiment, and try new things. And do all of that with less risk. Like strong roots tapping into a deep well, a good routine can help you survive long periods of drought and still give you the energy and the assets to grow and be ready to offer hospitality at a moment's notice. I recently posted a picture of Frankie the cat, our mascot here at a guest room, sitting on top of a pile of my guest towels. Now he has this habit of following me into each room and he stares me down with these wide golden eyes. I mean, he's a cat, but he can be intimidating. And somewhere in that cat brain, I think it's all part of some strategic battle plan to take control. But in this moment, seeing him on top of the towels, it made me realize that I had slipped in my routine. It had been weeks since I had checked to make sure that my guest room had clean, fresh towels. With cancellations and self-isolation, I had stopped doing the basic things I used to do on a regular basis. I stopped refilling the soap containers. I stopped checking my inventory for wear and tear. I stopped dusting behind the headboard. And you know how I feel about that. Now, all of these are small things. And without a booking on the immediate calendar, no one is really going to be impacted. And these are all things I can handle on short notice. I can dust, I can fill the soap, I can put sheets on a bed. But these small slides lead to bigger slides. I stopped checking the calendar and paying close attention to emails and alerts from Airbnb. We had wrapped up all the refunds on our cancellations We didn't have any new bookings on the calendar, and I got busy doing other things. And that did have an impact. I have a basement apartment that I occasionally list on Airbnb in between longer-term tenants, and somewhere along the line, I received the notice that my unlisted apartment was going to switch over and become listed. I didn't respond right away. I was in the middle of a conversation doing something else, and then I forgot to go back and read the entire email. 
The next day, about 20 minutes after my apartment was reactivated on Airbnb, I received a request for a new booking. Yay, right? The only problem, of course, is that I have a tenant in the basement apartment and the space is not available. I had not updated my calendar. I had to decline the request and offer a sincere apology for my oversight. Now, fortunately, this time, the consequences were small. I lost a guest and a possible future good review and referral. But it was a great reminder to get back into my usual work habits and a good routine. Now, there's a saying, keep the oil jar full, meaning keep the lamps lit. You never know when the light is needed. We don't know if travel and home sharing will go back to the old levels or when, but it may be right around the corner, and a good routine will help you be ready. I got in touch with a few other hosts in my community, and they too had slipped a bit in not keeping their calendars up to date. More than one had to decline a request for July or August because they had gotten out of the routine of checking their calendars on a daily basis. Now, a lot of this has to do with corona and the impact that it has had on our bookings, but some of it has to do with more recent events in America, the killing of George Floyd, the protests, the media swarm. I confess I got caught up in the immediate and the urgent, and I forgot to take care of the necessary and the long term. I woke up one morning, and it had been over a week since I had taken care of the basic, routine things that support our message and our philosophy of hosting well. So I went back to our mantra, and I started where I was, and I picked it up again. I don't know about you, but for me, it is so much easier to keep a courteous attitude, answer questions, and just be helpful when I know those basic, routine things are taken care of The soap is full, the towels are clean, the dust vanquished. It just makes it easier to be patient, to listen well, and not feel all stressed when you get to the part of hosting people. And we all know that the people part of hosting is the most stressful part. Transitioning out of the coronavirus reality and back into hosting well will be stressful enough So I am going to take Frankie's advice and get back to my routine, which means for this podcast, it's time for a bubbly break. Good routines provide the stable base to achieve greater things. Letting small things slide may have small consequences but it leads to letting big things slide and bigger consequences. Keep the lamps lit. You never know when the light is needed. It is easier to host well when you know the basics are covered. Turning to the business side, we're looking at recent data that is showing an upward trend in travel and bookings at the global level. Now, for a lot of us, this is a welcome sign that, ready or not, economic recovery is on its way. 
The fact that several of the hosts in my own city have recently received requests for midsummer bookings is a good sign. It means that business may resume and even go back to pre-corona levels. Now, AirDNA is reporting that global vacation bookings have seen a 127% increase over the last six weeks. Yes, you heard correct, 127%. The worst week for bookings was tracked during the week of April 5th, the week AirDNA labeled rock bottom. But as of May 18th, they had rebounded and had come remarkably close to pre-corona levels. The week of May 18th saw over 2 million new vacation bookings. Now, just to be clear, that's the week the bookings were made. It is not the week that people traveled or stayed in the accommodation. These bookings track very closely to identified vacation spots, and that's important to know. If you are located in a more business-oriented city, a city with large convention centers or home to commercial interests more than tourist destinations, you may not be able to count on that level of increase right away. While individuals may be ready to travel, it doesn't mean that cities are ready to open facilities and host mass gatherings. The convention conference, and business-dependent locations may still experience stagnant bookings. More and more corporations and events are going to virtual experiences and virtual work meetings. Now, it's no surprise that New Zealand had the highest increase. 465% more bookings in May than in April. It has handled the coronavirus very well, and it's obviously seen as a safe place to visit. But the U.S. is in there, don't worry. We came in third with a 202% increase. Now, it's also no surprise that the areas rebounding fast are primarily leisure destinations. We had projected that the domestic leisure market would be the first to bounce back as people were released from lockdown and were desperate for a getaway. I mean, let's face it, I don't care how much you love your husband, your partner, your dog, your ficus tree, there comes a time when you need a different view. The new figures support that projection. In both U.S. and Europe, there is a distinct uptick in bookings from travelers who originate from within the country. While people may not be totally comfortable taking international flights for vacation purposes just yet, that should follow suit once people feel safe in their routines and they're willing to get back out into the world at large. Now, in our last podcast, we talked about offering a certified clean stay. And as the market rebounds and you get back to those solid, stable rhythms of operation, we encourage you to make a certified clean stay a regular part of your routine. Clearly communicate your cleaning standards, your cleaning methods, and your cleaning schedule. Cleanliness will still be a priority for your guest, even as corona numbers decrease. Along with that, reconnect with other good routines. Keep up with the trends and topics of the industry. Market your space 
and communicate with potential guests. And remember, every Airbnb and short-term rental host is going to be looking to increase those bookings. We are all going to be going after the same guest. I know that we are eager to see income walk through the door. But don't let that eagerness be off-putting as you communicate with a guest. There is a fine line between good marketing and just being pushy. The truth is, guests will have a lot of good choices as the market begins to recover. What you can do is make sure you have done your best with your listing descriptions, your photographs, being clear about your house rules, and your overall philosophy. When answering questions about your property, say it's proximity to a tourist attraction or your ability to accommodate a larger group, don't hedge that answer towards something that might end up making their stay less comfortable. We all need that income, but stay honest, stay transparent, and continue to host well. Okay, it's time for our last bubbly break. Then we handle your questions. Data is showing that the domestic leisure market is the first to rebound, with vacation hotspots high on the list. A certified clean stay will still be important for your guest as coronavirus winds down. As business picks up and competition increases, remember the basic good routines of your business operation. Stay honest, stay transparent, and host well. This past week, I had a good conversation and a good question. We were marching and protesting in our city, talking about our philosophies in life, our goals, and I confess, uh, we talked about all of my procrastination with promoting and getting a guest room going full scale. I was a week behind in posting to Instagram, writing up the next blog, you name it. I mean, it can be a daunting prospect. You're juggling all the aspects of modern day marketing and and trying to stay afloat during corona. You have to be a decent photographer, a catchy writer, a website designer, an IG influencer, an accountant, the director of guest relations, an interior designer, and a toilet bowl cleaner all at the same time. But anyway, the question was good. What does all this, meaning our marching and our protesting, What does all this have to do with you being a good Airbnb host? It's a great question, especially if you are thinking about stepping into the hosting world. Who we are will determine the kind of host we will be. Our life philosophy will inform our hosting philosophy, and that informs everything from how you write your descriptions to how you talk to guests and how you handle sensitive situations. If I'm willing to go march and protest and wave my sign for equality and to end racism, I also need to make sure that my business and my home reflect that philosophy, that they reflect a generous, equitable hospitality that is available to everyone. Am I equally hospitable? 
Am I equally helpful? Do I equally enforce house rules and equally reach out with kindness? Now, I cannot possibly meet every person's ideal expectations as a host, but I can make sure my home is a clean, warm, and welcoming space for every guest. One of the hardest conversations you will need to have as a host is that conversation with yourself where you ask, what makes me uncomfortable? Am I going to be okay if someone with a different sexual orientation or a different skin color or a different view on smoking pot wants to stay on my property? Now, we can set house rules that are acceptable to society for some things, smoking, for instance, but that doesn't mean the house rule will keep your attitude in check. If my house rules say no smoking and someone wants to smoke outside on the front porch, which is totally acceptable, does my attitude towards them shift a little? Do I disconnect and become more formal in my tone and communication? Now, quite frankly, I'm kind of middle of the road on smoking. I grew up with a smoker in the house. But does it make me judge them negatively, even just a little bit? These are the things of personal interaction where our bias and our prejudice often come out. It's not in the over-legal discrimination but it's in the lack of helpfulness or the lack of kindness. It affects the openness of our conversation and the warmth of our welcome. For some, asking this question and answering it honestly may mean that you decide not to host. Or you decide only to host in limited ways with guests who make you very comfortable. If that is the criteria... You will have to find a way to connect and book guests without using the larger digital platforms. It's not going to go well with you on Airbnb. We all have places where life becomes uncomfortable. We all have that one issue that makes us hesitate. But a good host and one who is intent on hosting well will grapple with that and put it to rest before you open the doors. Don't be afraid to self-examine, because that will help you develop a working philosophy for your hosting and for your life. Join us next time, and don't forget to send questions or comments to host at a guestroom.com, H-O-S-T at a guestroom.com. This has been episode six of A Guest Room. Today, we talked about the importance of a good routine to help keep us on track in turbulent times. Our question dealt with the need for self-examination in order to host well. Thanks for listening. I'm signing off and toasting to all the great hosts.